Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why? But this is something a bit different. It's a condensed version. It's our favourite conversations about tricky subjects, revisited and reduced into bite-sized chunks. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why? The podcast is all about digging into big questions and tricky topics via honest conversation. This week we're going to be looking at gut health. This episode is made in partnership with Bimino. Bimino Daily is a unique high-fibre prebiotic supplement that is proven to stimulate the growth of good bacteria in the gut. It doesn't stop there. Bimino Daily also supports the balance of your microbiome. Don't know what microbiome is? Or like me, you've heard of it but don't really have a full understanding. Well, you're in luck, because today I chat to Lisa and Alana McFarlane, who are experts in the field. Lisa and Alana have successful careers as DJs and presenters as the Mac Twins. Their twinness also led to an important twist in their careers. In 2017, they took part in a groundbreaking piece of research by a leading expert in genetics and nutrition, Professor Tim Spector of King's College London, which looked at whether gut health is determined by genetics or by environmental factors, which we'll talk about more shortly. Off the back of that, the girls started a brilliant website called The Gut Stuff with the aim to empower gut health in everyone. On there, there's an expert team of scientists, nutritionists, dietitians, and they're all here to help us stay on the right track when it comes to bullshit versus the real shit of gut health, which is something I, for one, am clueless about. So without further ado, let's get cracking with the episode. Tell me about the, the quite well-renowned um, study that you did for twins in 2017, was that? Yeah, it feels like yesterday and 100 years ago, but we basically mm. volunteered for twin research because, well, we were obviously DJing at the time, so couldn't have been further from health and wellness, put it that way. Um, living a fairly hedonistic lifestyle on vodka and late nights. Um, and, you know, we were brought up in working class Scotland, so we didn't eat an avocado until we moved to London. Um, but... So we definitely weren't into nutrition at that point, but we um, volunteered for twin research mainly because um, we had different health pathways growing up. So Alana had arthritis when we were younger. I had really bad acne and, you know, we knew we were identical, but we just wondered what, you know, what the cause of these different things were. Um, And I was meant to do medicine at uni uh, and Alana was meant to do business and law. So actually our obituaries will make sense, but it feels a bit random (laughs) right now. Um, But we were just super like fascinated by the science. So we volunteered for twin research and you get everything tested there, everything from like bone density to mental dexterity, uh, of which Alana's bones are denser and my I'm more mentally dexterous apparently. (laughs) It's gonna live longer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and Tim, so the, the American Gut Project was just starting to happen in the States because they realised that they could use the same technology they use for like DNA sequencing to sequence this new thing called well, the microbiome, which was mm-hmm. starting to kind of hurtle into science. And Tim was like, do you guys want to have your guts? We wanted the first to have your guts analysed as part of this. And we were like, yeah, sure, Tim, what do we have to do? Well, first we were like, what do you mean our beer bellies? Um, and he was like, you have to send your poo off in the post every day for two months. You have to have a couple of colonoscopies. Didn't realise how invasive that was until we signed the waiver form. And we're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put us on uh, the same, exactly the same diets. One, we had to only eat processed food and drink alcohol for a month. He was like, is there a time of the year that that would be good? And we were like, the Edinburgh Festival. Um, <laughs> so we did that. And the second one, we just had to have like loads of uh, fibre and all the key principles that we actually have at the gut stuff now. Um mm-hmm. 
and yeah, and it turns out that even though we have 100% the same DNA, our guts were only, our gut bacteria was only around 30% the same, so the same as strangers. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how we got into it. And then we just were really fascinated because we weren't just meeting, you know, gastroenterologists and people that study digestive health. We were meeting immunologists, the head of Parkinson's research, psychologists, and going, right, this microbiome thing is a lot wider spread um mm-hmm. so yeah and then we just set up the gutstuff.com basically because our pals were like one minute you're interviewing people at the british red carpet for your radio show and the next minute you're at reading university talking about probiotics what the hell's going on and we're <laughs> yeah. just like oh that gut stuff that gut stuff and um yeah and also it just t- completely turned our, on its head everything we thought about health and well health or or diet like we were the type of you know people in our 20s as most of us are where and are I think we're thinking about you know diet was something that you did two weeks before you went on holiday mm-hmm. you know the cabbage soup diet pre-magaloof 2005 Atkins all these sort of nonsense diets and you know we were like hold on a minute if we as identical twins can't be sold the same diet mm-hmm. or or lifestyle then how can everyone be sold and at the time you know it was all this sort of clean eating whereas what worked for one person should work for everyone and we were like mm-hmm. hang on a minute you know that the science isn't isn't showing that and we just became super passionate about getting the word out there really we don't really know what a good gut and a bad gut looks like um which is the big question that everyone always asks us but they mm-hmm. think that a more diverse microbiome leads to better health outcomes mm-hmm. um so with this study the studied people on it in doing exercise and it wasn't specific of what exercise they did they just did the exercise for six weeks the diversity of their microbiome increased as soon as they stopped that exercise the diversity of the microbiome went back to baseline. Wow. And we always talk about it, the gut stuff. We do a lot of corporate wellness talks. And, you know, when we do those talks, we've done them everywhere from, you know, big corporates like Visa to other places like Facebook and with such a different widespread group of people that don't mm. necessarily want to listen to you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If people come across our website or on our Instagram, they're coming to us because they have an interest in gut health. But when we do our corporate wellness, so when we do our talks we've just got learned so much on feedback and for us you know before we started this journey exercise for us was absolutely hammering it in a hit class for an hour or mm-hmm. sweating it in a hot yoga class nearly fainting mm-hmm. and actually when we talk when we talk about exercise at the gut stuff it's more about movement so you know what could you do in your day to to get up and move and I think lockdown taught us a lot of that you know mm-hmm. that we do that we that just actually getting up and walking is is amazing movement and we do take it for granted in terms of how many how much steps we're doing so we always say like exercise snacking is quite a good way to to, to get moving mm-hmm. so when you go down and get your tub, cup of tea or coffee why don't you take the stairs twice mm-hmm. or you know if you're working from home we're all finding it really difficult I think as a nation to to switch off from from work and home because the, it's so blurred now so do you just go a quick walk around the block to reset back into home mind and, and instead of work so thinking of exercise is just movement and doing what works for you you know like what works for me I, I like doing yoga not even for the movement side of it it's because I'm off the phone for an hour yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean so you know doing what works for you and what works for you isn't going to work for for other people and I think Lisa and I embody that and when it comes to food exercise and and sleep because you know we have exactly the same DNA but we enjoy completely different things actually when we're talking about well-being it can be misconstrued to kind of getting to these goals or you know and definitely very um visual goals 
but actually something drinking something like drinking more water or adding more vegetables in which is something I've been really trying to do and once I've become conscious of it I've just when I've got my dinner in front of me I was like can I what other veg can I put in this even if it's some slices of cucumber like as I do for my kids basically mm-hmm. um but the, you do that and you you do it as kind of a long-term thing to kind of add in rather than oh I'm going to do this for six weeks and then x is going to happen you you need to be trying to drink more water indefinitely don't you yeah and I think as well like I think in our 20s we probably said oh I don't give a shit about my health (laughs) do you know what I mean but starting to think about prevention is is key and and the big wake-up moment for us we did we started the gut stuff as a YouTube series back in the day and one of the scientists told us like it's not just what you eat affects you it affects you kids and your grandkids that's what you're passing down and I was like whoa okay (laughs) Now, now we really need to do something. You know, we need to to start to start. You know, thinking about it. So that was like definitely a catalyst. Mm. But it's mad that we've in, we've inherited that as well. It's come, you know, that that is actually come down to us as well. I know we've inherited the, the worst Scottish genetics. We, could mm. <laughs> we had a very an uphill climb. I mean, we <laughs> not not this is not a lie. For our school lunch at high school, we have for our snack, we'd have a Greg's sausage roll. And then at lunchtime, we'd have a chip butty, um, a Greg softy pick a mix, and probably 10 Lambert and Butler. It's fascinating, isn't it? I could get deeply obsessed with my, well, what, let's be truthful, I am going to get deeply obsessed. <laughs> that, that's a kind of um, pers- person I am. So I think we've kind of covered, covered it broadly. Yeah, if anyone's thinking about what to do next, as you say, kind of observe things a bit more, begin to try and join the dots yourself, try some of these what seemingly quite easy changes, go and see your web, your um, your site. And I love that, yeah, pick up a different yogurt each time, get pink apples one time and green the next, because that is infinitely achievable. Uh, and actually then it also, well, I found with the trying to get more vegetables in, I kind of found it quite fun to challenge myself a bit and, and not like be weighed down by the prospect of it. Thank you, <laughs> ladies. It's, it's been um, it's been really, really educational. And I think I'm going to like drill into this, which means that, yeah, it will change. It will change stuff for me. And I hope it does for people listening to you. You're doing great work. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah.